Couple of quick plugs before we start today's show. If you want to follow us on Twitter, our handle is at Narbos Podcast. If you want to email us, our email address is narbosandbroomheads at gmail.com. Hit us up with your comments on future episodes of Degrassi Junior High and Degrassi High. And if you want to be on a future episode, let us know as well and we'll try to set something up. You can also uh, follow our show on all of the podcast platforms, including iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and uh, Spotify. So please give us a follow and subscribe on any of those sites, and uh, you will be able to get us pushed to you every single week. The theme music for this show is brought to you by a band called Ew, You're a Girl and Girls Suck. They are a punk band from here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, and their Bandcamp page is iagags.bandcamp.com. That's E-Y-A-G-A-G-S.bandcamp.com. They used to watch Degrassi episodes when they took breaks from recording back in the 90s. Uh, anyways, that's about it for the plugs. Let's get to this week's episode. Heads. Hey everybody! And uh, hello, start. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. We're going with the start. Uh, <laughs> Courtney is not here, but uh, we're already trying to honor her. Uh, hi, everyone. It's Narbles and Broomheads. We're talking Degrassi: The Next Generation, season six. Uh, we are. What are we in? We're well into the season now. I think we are episode thirteen of season six. Talking. If you leave. And it's got plenty of Emma. I'm sure you're all excited. I know everybody who's on with me today is. I'm Alan. I'll be leading you through this one. And uh, let's go around and see who we've got. I think we're, uh, we've got somebody very excited up in Newfoundland for this one. Oh, yeah, that would be I, Ted. Hello, everyone. Uh, just in case I don't get to this point later in the show, I hate all these children. <laughs> so I just want to make that really clear. Uh, all's good here. And uh, let's throw it. Let's throw it to Toronto area, the GTA in Oakville. Who's that? All right, got Tim here, and I'd like to give a give a shout out to Chinese food. Had a solid Chinese food dinner tonight, sitting in my stomach, and uh, thumbs up to Chinese food. What what specifically did you have? Oh, uh, had a little mix. Had a little sweet and sour chicken. Had some beef and broccoli, vegetables. <laughs> you know, sort of hit some of the higher points. Uh, an egg roll, an egg roll with some sweet and sour sauce. It's a really good dad shout out. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, all the it was dads in the house. Football game pickup. That's what it was. I had a hearty meal. <laughs> Do you want to shout out where you got this meal? Sure. Big shout out to Halton Dragon for anyone that wants uh, like a quick dinner. They were very quick. Loaded us up with uh, a lot more than our than what we kind of paid for. So I was impressed. It's going to feed us for another night at least. So Halton Dragon, go to for your. Oakville area Chinese food. Yeah, that's not even a sponsorship, everybody. That's just from the bottom mm -hmm. of our hearts. So <laughs> for free. You're welcome. Uh, we've got a, a new guest on the show for the first time in a while. We're bringing somebody uh, new on to uh, chat with us from right here in Toronto. So Toronto, uh, well represented. Uh, Rachel, are you there? I am here. Thank you for having me on. I tried to come on earlier, but it didn't work with my schedule, as I was saying before we, we got on the show. Uh, I work in media, so my schedule is kind of all over the place. But yeah, basically, I invited myself onto the podcast by sending like a long, really 
love note about how I love the show and the podcast, and I'm glad you weren't creeped out and invited me on. <laughs> Uh, no, we've had plenty of other creeps uh, that used to send us notes and then got on the show, right, Tim? And some they just keep on. <laughs> yeah, get away from me. Yeah, that's... I love the Chinese food. Yeah, I mean, hopefully, hopefully, I can come back for more. I'd love to come back for uh, this Degrassi takes Manhattan movie because I have a lot of thoughts about that. Oh, we're gonna have like 400 guests on for that one because I think there are a very... lot of people want to come on for that, and I'd also like to come on for uh, season seven premiere as well. Yes. Oh, really? Okay. It's dark. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it is <laughs> going to that dark place. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, uh, it's a two parter. It's a two parter. So, other one, anyway. Uh, really good. Is that the ski chalet one? Yes. Yeah. Really good episode. And there's a reason why, specifically, I wanted to come on because something that happened there is something that will not happen to me, but something I lessened I've learned from it, shall we say. I, I honestly I, think that was the last episode I watched. Oh, interesting. Oh, you missed a lot of good stuff in season seven. So much happened. I don't remember anything past that. Season seven was super good. Well, we'll okay. So I'll take from that that Marco's dad was the center of the whole season. (laughs) (laughs) So, awesome. Can't wait to see it. Ready for him to come back next week. Oh, so excited. So excited. Yeah. Uh, We don't get Marco's dad in this episode. Instead, lucky us, we get plenty of Emma. So terrible. Yeah, it's uh, very, very exciting. Do uh, do we just want to dive into this one? Um, actually, you know what? Before we do, I need to ask, uh, Rachel, did you did you yeah. watch the OG Degrassi at all? Or did you, were you, was your fandom straight into uh, Next Generation? Uh, yeah, so I didn't watch OG because that was before my time. Okay. <laughs> um, so I... Speak out. I can't hear you. I grew up up watching Next Gen, um, and I've just been kind of rewatching it to follow along with you guys. So this was actually, but this was the first time I'd seen this episode since it aired in 2007. So that was interesting. But yeah, I specifically just watched Next Gen. Um, I've seen some clips of OG, and it's just like the acting is so bad, it's hard to watch. Mm -hmm. But uh, I will will try to watch it. Um, But uh, yeah, Next Gen started airing when I was quite young, and then I just, I, I didn't... Once the next gen cast like graduated after Degrassi takes Manhattan, then it was rebranded to Degrassi, and I watched a bit of that, but it wasn't the same because a lot of storylines were reused. So I didn't watch much of that, but I watched all of Degrassi TNG. I just finished off season fourteen of Degrassi, and I'd already watched the Netflix one. So technically, now I've watched them all. Um, oh wow, you you've watched more than me. Good for you. Yes, I'm very proud of myself. <laughs> <laughs> How was next class? I've heard yeah. I've heard bad things about next class. Was it good? No. Uh, <laughs> I heard it was horrible. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I don't know if we're gonna get that far in our reviews. We'll we'll see. We're we're already we, challenged in season six. I'm already like, is there another season of my so-called life? Like, come on. <laughs> go to Kids of Degrassi Street. Wholesomeness. Uh-huh. Uh, so this episode is called "If You Leave." Uh, there was actually, uh, this is an OMD song, Orchestral Maneuvers in the Dark, and this is not the first time that they used an OMD song as a song title. Does anybody remember the first time they did it? Not a hope in hell. No. No. Not a chance. I'll give no. you a hint. In the episode, somebody did something to somebody else in a ravine. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, secret? Yeah, that would be secret. Wow. Oh. Oh. Yep. 
So the second time that OMD have showed up he uh, here, if you are not an OMD fan, and uh, if you want to find me on Spotify, uh, Alan Gates, I've got a essential OMD playlist of 10 songs, and I would call them all bangers. So, Really? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The they're only, good. The only three-letter band I follow is uh, Light Funky Ones, LFO. <laughs> Summer, Summer Girls. The well, worst. This episode was originally supposed to be called, actually. It wasn't the original name. Was that Summer Girls? No, the original name for this episode wasn't actually If You Leave. What was it? It was supposed to be We're Not Gonna Take It. Oh. According to Degrassi Wiki, which I think actually suits it better than If You Leave. Yeah, I mean, I think the If You Leave is about because Manny leaves the, yeah. the house. But that's the only thing that works, though. The rest of it is like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know we why. Got a titled, we have a title that doesn't work. Whoa. <laughs> this is... <laughs> Hold on, let me, let me write that down in my uh, in my diary of Degrassi here. <laughs> according, to, according to the Degrassi wiki, it's also named after the Destiny's Child song, If You Leave. Really? Mm, I think that or they got that one wrong. Wiki, I don't know. Call shenanigans. pretty accurate. But... Yeah, so If You Leave is a 1986 song by OMD. It's their most well-known song because it was on the Pretty in Pink soundtrack and actually hit number four. Uh, in the U.S., but uh, I mean, maybe it's Destiny's Child too. But knowing that they usually go for the '80s tunes, I'm yeah. assuming that that's just uh, an error on yeah. the Wiki. The '80s thing ends, though. I think when the show's rebranded as Degrassi, it just goes to like contemporary songs. Yeah. Now, Alan, does this make your list of top ten essential <laughs> OMD songs on Spotify? Yes. Yeah, it's not a bad song. Where would you rank it in your list of top ten essential OMD songs? Probably in the middle. Ooh. Uh, yeah, probably in like four, five, six. Like it's a good song. I like it. It's it's it was my introduction to the band for sure. Like that's the one that everybody knows. So for the longest time, I was like, oh, one hit wonder, OMD, and uh, you know that was not correct though. Kind of in the states, it was. But uh, anyways, yeah, good band. Go check them out. That's what I have to say. Um, so should we uh, should we just get into this one and go uh, break it on down? Huh? Huh? Yeah. Let's get, let's get dirty. Don't leave Emma waiting, everybody. Yeah, come on. <laughs> she will freak out if we don't get to it. We don't tend to business. And she'll say we don't care about JT. Mm -hmm. That's right. <laughs> uh, so we start off on Spirit Squad practice, and everybody is very happy with their dance routine, which Darcy credits Manny for putting together. And Manny is now dancing with the Spirit Squad, and I'm confused because... Wait. I thought that she was kicked off the spirit squad and then had this like bullshit choreographer role where she could kind of be with them, but not in spirit squad, but now she's just in spirit squad. So what's happening? Not to mention they're at the heading to the finals when previously they said they needed Mia to stand a chance. And then they also needed boys to stand a chance, but oh, yeah. somehow they made it. Yeah. We've forgotten about all of the things that we wanted to mix into spirit squad over the course of this season. And yeah, there's somehow this, Finals competition, which, like, we've focused on Spirit Squad stuff throughout the season and not really talked about this particular competition, have we? But this plucky squad kept it together and fought through. Mm hmm. So they're ready for the Metro Finals and they say, well, there's only one team that stands in our way. And this team, conveniently at this point, is unnamed. So, <laughs> hmm, who could it be? Uh huh. <laughs> I wonder. I mean, there are only two schools in the city, right? So I'm amazed the city's big enough for two schools. Sometimes. Uh huh. <laughs> no, but in in the earlier seasons, though, they played like Earl Grey and stuff. This there's a real school. school basketball. Earl Grey probably burned down. 
That's usually what happens <laughs> to schools. <laughs> Lots of schools on fire in the Degrassi universe, too. It's a real school, by the way, if people who aren't from Toronto. Yeah. Did you so grow cool. up in Toronto, Rachel? I did. But so in where the did West you go to school? In the West End. Like elementary school? Well, no, high school. Parkdale Collegiate Institute. Parkdale, okay. Parkdale. Yeah. Isn't yeah. that shout out? Who's the team Shout there? out to a solid podcast called King, Parkdale Hodge. King well, and Duff. King and Duff, short. yeah. Oh, wow. All right. There's some good pizza yeah. in that area. Just saying. Uh, anyways. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of good food in that area. It's uh-huh. Little Tibet. So if you uh, fancy some Tibetan, mo- fancy mm-hmm. some momos, that's the place to be, man. So Emma is hanging out, watching this practice. And Manny says that if Degrassi wins at the finals, it will be a first. And I would agree because we've never talked about this before. So uh, certainly the first time that cheerleading competitions have been mentioned in Degrassi. And Emma says, yeah, but you're going to win without JT because she has to be like, is she just like, yeah, he's dead. Like, let me remind you that he's dead. Did you know he died? He's dead. Whatever. Wow. Uh, <laughs> like, it's like, I have to go take a piss. Yeah, well, you'll be pissing without JT. He's dead. <laughs> you'll be pissing in a washroom. JT never will. Again. Yeah. <laughs> One thing JT will never do. Again. Yeah. But Manny wow. says that, uh, you know, they're going to make people feel better, which is their job. And Emma says she hasn't felt herself since he died, which is weird because, again, like, look, JT and Emma were friends from when they were, or no, was it JT or was it Toby? Which one was the friend from way back when? It was JT. It was JT. They met Toby through JT. Okay, well, so. Toby and JT knew each other from camp or something. Remember they had that silly yeah. hot chick dance, but a Emma, walk a Wichichaka thing? Yeah. But Emma and Manny met Toby through <clears throat> JT. Yes, like, correct. Like, was their friend originally. Yeah, so Emma's the one that's all mopey about it. Manny, who actually dated JT, is, you know, <laughs> kind of like, yeah, we got to, you know, but we got to do things to make people happy. And so um, she wants uh, Manny to hang out with her, but Manny says she's meeting somebody, and Emma suspects that it's Damien, who is Manny's current love interest from Lakehurst, but instead it's Manny's mom who shows up. And Manny's like, what's going on? And Manny reveals, Emma says what's going on, and Manny reveals that uh, it may be time for her to move home. So, dun da da da. <laughs> Where's Peter? <laughs> that's that's oh, not Peter's oh. intro. That's a variation of Peter's intro. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> threw me for a loop. Momentous occasions. Yeah. Uh, so we get the show open. A uh, dead JT still in the credits. Uh, so <laughs> there you go. Even dead people make it in before uh, Toby. So that's too bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, Jake Goldsby got such the shaft, man. Like he was totally taken out of the main cast for season six and seven. Even though he was still a regular member of Degrassi, just not in the main cast. And I mean, he's he's been like, threaded in and, and out he's of. An, he's an OG member, literally episode one. I like, I was so pissed rewatching this because I forgot that he was taken out of the cast. And he's been threaded in and out of the season. Like, there are yeah. some characters like fucking Paige is in the credits. She's gonna get a storyline oh, coming oh, up, but we haven't seen yeah. her since like the first episode of the season. Oh, but you got some Paige heavy stuff coming up though. Don't you worry. Oh, lucky us. So we have three straight episodes of Solid Page coming up. Uh, hey, 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 Page is an iconic character. Yeah, but I'm st- I'm like, can we quit? <laughs> can this be the last episode I, of the podcast? I hate her too. So <laughs> yeah, but guys, but Page is like such. She's mean, but she's also like a good friend too. She's kind of she's also like 
a hard like a hardcore friend even though he's not the nicest person is that also like in the upcoming episodes how like peter will lead a pedophile to your house but he's also you know got parents who are divorced yeah. so it's it all equals Greek, out so. yeah like you guys are gonna meet uh, a new page like character who's not even a good friend later on yes we will people also like and what she's like, if you guys hate Paige, you're going to hate her even more. He's not even a good friend. <laughs> I just ready. Ready, Teddy. Yeah, Rachel, just keep no, hinting at I... things that Ted can look forward to oh, as we. Good Lord. Oh, no. <laughs> this is really bad news. Yeah. I don't know. Like Alan knows what I'm talking about. He's seen the whole show. Yeah. I know. And actually, uh... I work with that actress, by the way. Oh, is Ooh. she is she a total bitch in real life? Oh, she's nice. <laughs> good for her. So Manny is packing up and Emma is calling her out on packing some of her own clothes. Uh, she says that she can't believe that Manny is going to be leaving. Uh, she's like, I can't believe you're going to go home. Well, my parents are freaking out and my house is the center of a murder investigation. It's like, Manny, stay away from your parents and like your whole life being in turmoil for the last year because you're not talking to your family. Stay with me because... Well, she, she did fail to mention, Manny, you're the reason we had the party. Yes, that is true. I mean, they were going to kill him anyways, right? Like, <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, Ryan Cooley wanted to leave the show, so there had to be a reason. Right? Yeah, he had to like, die somehow. To... He had to fall in his own piss. Like, it was inevitable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Face first. Uh, Emma asks if Manny can go back to her dad and curfews and address code, and Manny says her dad is committed to trying harder and that she needs to be with her parents and basically, you know, keeps reiterating that she needs to go home. And Manny says... You're like the sister I never had, and this is just an excuse to get Manny to say cuckoo bananas. So, I think so. Everybody drinks. Love, love when she says that. No. Crazy raisins. Damn it. It's awesome. <laughs> it's her iconic quote. I don't know if you're being serious. Are you being serious? <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, it's like Paige's new year, new look, new page. It's like Manny's cuckoo bananas. Yeah. Oh. Doesn't make them good. <laughs> uh, so we got Better the... That was an iconic quote, which is, you gave me a social disease. Ah, it was really funny. Uh, so <laughs> I we, do like that, though. Uh, we get B-plot time. It's Marco. Uh, he's walking into the mansion, and he's, yeah. uh, he's late, and he tells Dylan that he pulled an all-nighter on a paper, and he asks Dylan to hang out, but Dylan says he's going out to wing night with the hockey team. Marco's upset and he's like, you've been out every night. And Dylan's like, yeah, but we live together and we see each other plenty. And he leaves. And I know that that excuse won't work because I'm married now. So I can't be like, eh, I'm <laughs> home every night. Over. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Question though, like in my definition of an all nighter would mean that he was coming home in the morning. Yeah. I but agree. It's wing night and they want to order in later. So I am incredibly confused as to what time of the day it is right now. It doesn't make sense. Like, when they first started talking, I figured it was the morning, because he pulled an all-nighter, sure. as you said, right? Yeah. So, who knows? I mean, I think they're just trying to reiterate that, you know, these kids are so busy in university, because, bus yeah. you know, it's just university's so busy all the time, right? So You know what isn't busy all the time? University. <laughs> <laughs> it's really busy, like, a few weeks out of the year. Yeah, I mean, I guess it, maybe it depends on what you're studying, but fucking Marco's taking, nope. like, philosophy and, like, all the all the bullshit social sciences courses that I took. <laughs> <laughs> A degree to smoke dope to. Nice. <laughs> uh, 
No, by the way, Rachel, no offense if you took social sciences. I'm making fun of myself because I'm a... I did. I studied my degrees in sociology. Yeah, so is mine. So, I mean, come on. Let's be honest oh, with no, each it's other. Okay. It's, no, it's... Look, it's... Sociology is, is definitely not the hardest of subjects, but the, I didn't take it because it was easy. Like, it's super interesting. Uh, so I... you were the people I was shaking my head at as I was trudging to my third or fourth lab of the week for <laughs> science, huh? Hey, I took sociology because it is interesting and it is easier. So. And, but also, yeah. see, but see, science can also be easy in some ways because, like, science is all memorization. Like, you keep telling yourself that. Sociology. And sociology is like sociology is analysis, and like a lot of people find it hard to have a deeper level of analysis. Yeah, yeah. science, yeah, science, seven is, hours class a week. Science is garbage. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, like I, I just I know a lot like I know people in my university they had to take a like a sociology of health class like in the health sciences and they all found it really hard just be um just because like when you're used to like things being like black or white and then things are gray it's like they found it harder to, to or yeah, whatever it, you know absolutely <laughs> I'm glad Tim moved on from this keeping his nose up in in, in university on I'm better because I have labs. I just no, like to like, say better. Yeah. I was feeling more tired. I took Hey, we, we finished we also Hello. finished much earlier. We didn't have to stay to the end of exam period. Yeah, who's a smart one now, science boy? Yeah. <laughs> You're right. You got me there. I uh actually was in the Science Students Association and had access to the science lab, even though the single science course I took was uh cosmology, which is like <laughs> <laughs> black holes and stars and uh, yes. not very That's scientific but i knew the head of the science students association so he let me in the group so nice. what university offers that course so uh it was a telecourse i got to watch it on television and when i missed the course i would tape it on my vcr because i'm an old man <laughs> so. oh my god i remember vcrs <laughs> Uh -huh. okay, I feel a thousand years old. How did we just get old? Uh -huh. I used to, are I used to you, go Rachel? to Blockbuster and I used to get the V, like, oh man. Uh -huh. Rachel, how old are you? How old am I? No, nope. we'd never ask a person. Are that. you going to put that on the show? Uh, what age no, group well, are you well, in? Are you what generation what are you? Your generation. I'm, you guys are Gen Xers, right? Yeah. What? So sure, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a millennial. A solid there millennial. That's your answer. You're, you're the future. We are the past. No, are no, no, no. The, fu the future is the annoying Gen Zs. Yeah, millennials are old now. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah millennials are all like 30 plus now. Well, technically, no, the youngest I'm a millennial. Hey, so the youngest millennials are 27. That's still almost 30. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah millennials from 1981 to 96. Yeah, they changed the dates. Ooh. I never used to follow in fall into the millennials till they switched it for some reason because I'm an 82 and it used to not be that far. Yeah, so, so you're barely. So we're we're the opposite. At, we're the opposite out of the millennial spectrum. Yeah. Okay. We uh, me and Alan are Generation X. You yeah. know what? You know what? Uh, millennials born in your uh, your like first half of the millennial era is called geriatric oh. millennial. Ah, Ooh. old man. Sometimes millennial. I feel that way. That's for sure. Uh -huh. <laughs> the kids need to settle down. <laughs> Get off my lawn. <laughs> so uh, Manny and Darcy approach Mia about coming back to the squad. Now, didn't Darcy do everything in her power to be a total bitch to Mia and not have her on the squad? Yes. Because yeah, she has oh, a kid, yeah. right? Like, yes. And Darcy's a very Christian. Yeah. There's been no moment again where Darcy's been like, I was wrong. I was harsh. Like, they were right? No, but I think, like, she's good friends with Manny, and, like, once again, Manny is, like, the voice of reason with her friends and convinces them otherwise. 
So they try to get Mia back on the squad, but Mia reminds them that her boyfriend was killed two weeks ago. So at least we've established a timeline here. And they apologize for asking and leave. And then Emma, who's overheard the conversation. I mean, I know it's Peter's uh, Peter's sound, but come on. Da, 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 da. <laughs> <She's earned laughs> yeah, it. it's, it's worth it. Yeah. Uh, Emma shows up and says they were only trying to help in their own dysfunctional way. And Mia says that she's not going to take part in anything that Lakehurst is involved in. And fucking Emma, she's like, Lakehurst? <laughs> How can I insert myself into this somehow, some way? Yes. So Mia then says that the rally was set up months ago. And it's too late to cancel. And I thought that's bizarre because a student died. Like, yeah. Like now, I'm not. I'm not saying that they should have canceled this. Like, I don't really have an opinion because I'm not there. So, do should you cancel? Should you not cancel? Right. But right. I believe that a cheerleading rally or, or a competition is something that you could postpone for a major event. <laughs> But sure, I also yes. find it odd that for a team that has never been in the cheerleading finals that they would be hosting the cheerleading finals. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that is actually a good point. Yeah. Yeah, all that of a sudden. A yeah, in their tiny gym too, right? In so, their tiny gym. <laughs> uh, so see, she suggests that they set up a protest, which, and you can just see Emma getting horny. She's just like, yes. <laughs> And she's like, well, I can't because Manny's my... Ted's head hit his desk when he was watching this when she said that. (laughs) She says maybe... Or she can't because Manny's her best friend. She suggests that uh, maybe Lakers coming to Degrassi will mend fences, but Mia disagrees. So it's Lakers coming to Degrassi. Yay! So... And I mean... Uh. I, I don't know. Like, I know schools have rival schools, but like... If one person murders somebody that's from another school, you're not like they're all murderers, right? Like, this is the point of this. Like, get over it. It's not Lakers that did this. It was some this knucklehead who did it. And they keep talking about like, like Lakehurst is a thing. Like, it's a big building that's like, uh, like a human. It's like, <laughs> oh, it killed JT because it came to the party and it's like, they're, hey, guys, talking like they come had, in. It's like, get the fuck out of here, building. Go back to your foundation. President meeting. What? And he said, you know what we need to do? Table one. Who should we kill at Degrassi? Uh huh. <laughs> <sighs> so Manny tells Emma that, uh, and Sean, that she's going to be going out with Damien. And Sean asks if Damien was friends with Drake. And now, look, I've been calling Jimmy Drake throughout the whole. Uh, Degrassi series, so now all of a sudden they have to make it confusing. So, yeah, uh, we're talking about Drake, the murderer from Lakehurst, and yeah, the right with red hair. Yeah, the redheaded, <laughs> the redheaded like eleven-year-old murderer, right? Oh. No, he's like in high school. <laughs> well, he looks like he's snuck in there. So <laughs> he's like sixteen. Remember, JT's in grade eleven at this point, so he's probably like seventeen or sixteen. Yeah, makes the murder okay. Whatever, he's seventeen now. <laughs> yeah. Kill people. Uh, Manny says that he uh, never that uh, Damien never talked with Drake. Sean says whatever and leaves. And Manny then asks Emma to lie about where she's at if her parents call and promises that they're going to hang out later. So cool. So now we go to the T-shirt store because we have to be reminded, everybody, that Jimmy and Spinner own and operate a business. <laughs> and are actually still on this show. Yes. <laughs> yep. Uh, they also have a television and an Xbox 360, which 
Uh, you know, that's probably one of the first consoles for some younger folks. They're like, oh my God, Xbox 360 is so old. I remember when the Xbox 360 was like the coolest thing. I remember Uh, when the Xbox was released and it was like, what is happening? Can Microsoft do this? Yes. (laughs) Like Sony and Microsoft getting into video games. That's crazy. So (laughs) that's cuckoo banana. (laughs) Manny would be so proud. I think she heard me. So Spinner and Marco are playing a racing game. Drake is also there. You know who's not in the store at all? Anyone? Customers. There are no customers in the store. <laughs> well, if you look at the if you look at the outside, it says it's closing and it's all boarded up. Maybe like customers are, you know. Well, it's a like clearance the- sale. And anything we know about people, they love a clearance sale. They love a deal. Uh-huh. That's true. That's true. But it also didn't look very inviting. It was like oh. I don't know the way that the clearance sale signs are posted. It looked like it was kind of like I thought for I thought at first it was just like an abandoned building, and then I realized it was a clearance sale. <laughs> so what well, you're they probably paid their last month's rent, so they might as well get the use out of it. Yeah. What, yeah. what you're saying is these high school students who <laughs> don't have any marketing experience or can't hire anybody involved <laughs> in marketing don't know how to set up their store properly. <laughs> so. And also, Spinner is kind of an idiot, an idiot too. So yes. that's not helping one of the people in the business is not the brightest. Yes, he is stupid. <laughs> he is a dumb. <laughs> I love, I love Spinner, but he's he's not very intelligent. Poor guy. <laughs> so Spinner suggests that they stalk uh, Dylan's My Room page, which would be their version of MySpace, which <laughs> dates this time of the show because later the kids will migrate to Face Range. So, face Range. Yeah. Good Lord. Uh, Marco suggests that even when Dylan isn't around, he's not really like feeling present. And then Drake says, "Well, you know, so you know, after a while, the flames tend to die down in a relationship, which is odd to me because there was this whole episode about him and him and Ashley not being able to do it, and I'm assuming they still haven't done it. So, what flames, Drake? What are you talking about?" Uh, <laughs> Yeah, Spinner keeps pushing to check the My Room page, and then Drake says this about the four C's, and I'm like, like, he says this like this is a thing. Uh. Yes, I wrote that down, because I've never heard that before. Is I wonder, I'm wondering if that's like the 2007 version of Netflix and Chill, maybe? Well, he says candles, cooking, cologne, and chill, and nobody's immune. I was like, none of those things interest me. None of them. <laughs> I don't don't remember that before. I thought that was hilarious. Um, It's like he's turned into the guy they bring in just to give some sage advice now. Before it was about, you know, violence begets more violence or whatever. Yes. Oh, my God. It's like, why are you wasting this kid? He's got got rapping to do. He's got a mixtape to make. Remember the last one where it's like, oh, yeah, you could die young, but if you find love, it's worth it or some shit? Like, there's that, too? He has a lot more to do in season seven, to be fair. Like, his storylines are more interesting. Yeah, he becomes less of a philosopher king and goes back to trying to walk. So yeah, and and also season seven, they actually like start exploring rap with his character, which is cool. Oh yes, that's right. Yeah. He actually turns yeah. into real Drake. He does. He's like, I've had enough of this. Yeah, I still I still maintain that Drake should have released uh, "Tell Me Lies" on his debut album. Man, hey, maybe he will one day. He's he's he gone back to Degrassi once already in his uh, rap career. From the vault, he could do a "Tell Me Lies" Drake's version. Maybe he'll let his son do it. He put his son put out a song not too long ago. <laughs> Brutal. 
So Manny and Damien are in the mall and they're shopping and Damien is all excited because Manny bought PJs and she's like, you won't see me in those anytime soon. And uh, I'm surprised that they didn't throw in him saying like, yeah, that's the point. But anyways, her phone beeps and she says she's got to go because she promised Emma to hang out. Uh, but Damien protests and says, I never get to see you. So Manny decides to blow off Emma. She calls and tells Emma that she went home after seeing Damien and her dad will not let her go out. So there you go. So I guess now because of this act, Manny is going to get what she deserves throughout the rest of the episode. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Well, and I call bullshit line of the line of the episode when Damien says he just really wants to talk to her and nothing more. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. That's he bullshit. Also, she also calls from a very busy shopping mall. I'm home, but as we know, shopping malls, notoriously silent. When Emma's on the phone in a silent room, and she's like, yeah, I'm home. And there's like people walking by and shopping carts and shit going around. Can I just say that like Damien was such a pointless character. He's back in season seven and he becomes a serious regular. And I never understood the point of his character. Like all he does, it just like cause friction. Like yeah. That's what guys do, okay. right? When it comes to relationships. They're just well, trouble. I wasn't a fan of him. He's just a sexy troublemaker from a troubled school. <laughs> I don't know much about him, only what I've seen, but like his character would be could be summed up so far as hey, hey, whoa, let's think about this. That's it. <laughs> just rinse and repeat. And like That's the, what he's doing every time. No offense, no offense to the actor, but he's just also bland, so it just makes it not interesting. <laughs> like he's just Do we ever rectify if he really was friends with Drake? Ah. Uh, are they just throwing this out there for whatever reason right now? I mean, I'm guessing I, he was. I'm I'm guessing that, you know, maybe they I didn't hang I think they ever rectify that, but no. Like I'm I would imagine that you know, he probably didn't hang out with him and they weren't like besties or anything like that, but they obviously had enough to do with each other that Mia's fine calling him out on like hanging out with the dude or like, you know, being friends in school. I mean, there's people in, in yeah. who I went to school with who I was friendly with and I'd shoot the shit with, but I wouldn't like hang out with them. So And you, you wouldn't know. have assumed you'd be associated if they decided to go stab somebody? Yeah, yes, that is correct. Right? Like, come on. Yeah, and I mean he also like knows enough about him and like the other guy who was there, Johnny DeMarco, who um we'll see later on. Ugh. He knows enough about them to like that say their last name, so he must know like them a little bit when he's talking to the nurse in the hospital oh that's right yes he's the one that that he's the one that squealed on them them. so like typically if you know someone's last name you probably know them a decent amount in high school i would say unless they were just bad kids and then you just know the kids by their bad kid full names i guess yeah (laughs) if they're like always called the principal's office but skeet bag (laughs) aka that's what you call them well newfoundland you would oh johnny Skeet. skeet bag so Marco is waiting for Dylan to come home and Dylan comes in and he apologizes for being late because he was in a seminar that went long and Marco is sitting at a table with candlelight and it's clear that he's made a meal. So Marco says, well, you could have called and Dylan says that his phone was dead and then notices that Marco made dinner. So Marco's like, yeah, I made my mom's steak recipe. And then in the most offensive part of this whole episode he opens this glass bowl and he takes out the shittiest looking steak (laughs) your Nona would be so disappointed oh my god I was like what a waste of beef here you dog (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> well, then Dylan goes after it like a dog. Yeah, he puts the steak mm. on Dylan's plate, and before <laughs> any other food is given to Dylan, Dylan is digging into the steak. Like, <laughs> so are you guys saying? Are you guys saying that Shrocker is Dylan? Oh, it could be. Maybe, maybe we have a second one snuck in here because <laughs> Dylan has the perfect haircut. Because what dog is he? he? Of course, Cocker Spaniel. Look <laughs> at that haircut. One hundred percent. Look at that floppy, like that, uh, like blondy, curly hair. Absolutely, yeah. Actually, oh, I think we cracked the case, y'all. Actually, though, rewatching the show, I forgot how attractive Tracker was, man. Oh well. <laughs> I thought the guy is pretty. I thought he was pretty, pretty looking. All right, look at that. Show dog out there. <laughs> You're watching Westminster Dog Show. Going, mm-hmm. Work it, boys. <laughs> looking good. That is best in girls, show. You know, uh huh. Best in show, baby. So the Chris phone. Uh, the yeah. the so Dylan's eating this shitty steak, and Marco also says that he's convinced Dally to go to the movies with Kiko and Suki. Uh, who are again the two Japanese stereotypes that live with uh, oh, in the mansion? They must be paying an exorbitant rent for this house to be so big. They must be just fleecing those two girls. Well, this was also 2007, so rent would have been a lot cheaper. Oh, there's a rent reference in the next episode that made me cry. It was just, <laughs> um, uh... and this is also the first of two episodes in a row where we conveniently have Ellie, Kiko, and Suki just yep. out of the house. So they and cooking mm-hmm. and some cooking done too. Yes. Uh, Marco suggested that the next year, maybe the two of them can move into their own place. And Dylan is acting like, oh, you'll never know what could happen. Like, eh, lots of things can happen in a year. And then his phone rings and Marco says, I thought your phone was dead. And like very, um, and uh, Rachel, I'm assuming this is a term for, uh, for for your generation. Very sus. Huh? Huh? Oh, no. Sus is a Gen Z term. That's very much a now that's a Gen Z thing. I actually had to find out what that was. Like uh-huh. my friend mentioned that to me. That that's not a millennial thing. That's my students, right? That's yeah. Their yeah, that's Gen Rachel. Z. Rachel, in case you couldn't hear it over the microphone, to back up Alan, I just dabbed. So, <laughs> just, you know, okay, there you I'm go. Just, I'm just like trying to be cool. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So <laughs> the phone rings and Dylan's like, "Oh, my phone must have regained power. That's crazy." <laughs> Who knew? What what is going on here? Because he could like he might as well have just said, Oh, I thought your phone was dead. Mm, No, (laughs) it's not. Like it regained that would have been better than saying, No, I guess it recharged or something. Why does it why does this dog have a phone though? Is what I'm wondering. Yeah. Oh, good question. Maybe it's like a GoPro or something. Didn't understand phones back then yet. GPS, maybe? Uh Around his collar? Oh, Oh, maybe, maybe. So oh, maybe no, no. It, it's a tracking collar. Yeah. Actually, rather than a phone. Oh yeah, maybe he's a. Uh, maybe there's some Air Bud, but when Air Bud played hockey, connection, <laughs> and then it's like oh, Air, no, Bud oh, Switzerland. Switzerland. <laughs> Air Bud does. Air Bud does a movie where he plays hockey. I think. I know. Yeah, this is the thing. Oh, I think I'm gonna sit and think about this. You go ahead. You go ahead. Check his IMD credentials. Maybe he was in an Air Bud. Thanks. I'm on it. Uh, Marco is unimpressed with this whole situation. Dylan leaves the room to take the call. Uh, We go back to school and Emma asks Manny how her dad is. And Manny says, my dad is fine. And Emma says, well, he didn't seem fine when he called last night looking for you. And so Manny, first of all, verifies that Emma actually covered for her. And then, you know, obviously it's out that Manny blew off Emma for Damien and like who wouldn't no matter how boring a shit Damien might be like come on (laughs) 
Huh. Yeah. So Emma did not rat Manny out. And then conveniently, Miss Kwan tells the class they're going to discuss King Lear, a tale about two sisters fighting for what they think they deserve. Like, what a convenient uh, thing bit, to say at that yeah. time. A bit, on the, a bit on the nose there, Kwan. Uh-huh. Miss Kwan is always really good at these, you know, just finding the right connection points for these kids yeah honestly shout out to miss kwan though because like that actress was in like she was in a lot of seasons and she was never a regular yeah they just kept bringing her back to to... but you know no you know who kept was who was brought back i think even in next class was uh daryl armstrong mr armstrong he's literally in every single season and he's never becomes a regular i think he outlasted snake like he's yes, even in next class, this guy, Mr. Armstrong is like the only one who's in every single year. It's absolutely insane. <laughs> so Emma asks Manny how good uh, this Damien can be since they've only known each other for two weeks. And Manny then begs Emma to come to the dot with Sean to meet him. And Emma says, that's probably not a good idea, but Manny convinces her because Sean, for some reason, and I know, I mean, Stacy's not here to defend her boyfriend, but... <laughs> Sean, she loves him so. Yeah, Sean, for some reason, who is not even in this fucking high school anymore, is still all bent out of shape over this high school war, and and will be involved in it as we get through this episode. So it's great. He's getting so he's ornery because he's wearing too much fabric on his arms this this week. <laughs> he's like it itches. <laughs> I think he's upset because like JT was his friend, right, and like Emma's friend, so he's upset for that reason. He is he's so full of rage. Yeah, such a little package. Yeah, like in a little tiny package. He's just raging. Like we have all more so than a regular size human. Would well, and they give us all these storylines about like poor Sean. How does Sean keep getting into trouble? But then you see it. You're like, I can see why he gets into trouble. Yeah. Like, yeah. come on. Uh, so Marco is at home studying, and he hears a notification beeping on Dylan's laptop. So he checks it and sees an email, and in fact, a bunch of emails from a Julian Gerber. Which after you hear him talk, is what. Julian Gerber, <laughs> like Gerber. Uh, mm-hmm. Dylan has asked Julian not to call the house and not uh, and to only call his he- cell because he wants to keep things on the down low. And they have made plans to meet at the campus pub. Um, the pub, yes, at the, the campus pub is what it's called. So mm-hmm. <laughs> at the dot, Manny and Damien meet Emma and Sean. Uh, Damien goes to shake Sean's hand. Sean hesitates at first, but then shakes, and then. He says, he says, how are things at Lakehurst? And Damien's like, fine. And fine. Sean says, that's weird. Like, what's he supposed to say? Oh, we're all, you know, we're all murdering each other because we, with the school murderers. <laughs> the murdering just doesn't stop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Sean says, that's weird because one of your students is in jail. And I was like, Sean, you were just in jail for almost killing someone. Like. Yeah, shut, shut the fuck up, Sean. <laughs> like, Damien should have been like, weren't you in jail? Like. <laughs> like in real jail, like adult jail. Yeah. Like they pounded the piss out of you, remember? And you're all yeah. beat up and sad. And you had to sneak in Emma's uh, perfume or her uh, shampoo up your, up your, uh, up your keister. Remember that? <laughs> you remember that, buddy? Yeah. This no? Uh, Manny gets upset about all of this. And then we see that Mia is also sitting at the dot. So she approaches Damien and asks how Drake is doing. And Damien's like, I have no idea. And she says, well, he's your friend, isn't he? And I'm like, Mia, you used to go out with Drake. So, like, by your logic, that this doesn't make sense either. 
No, she she didn't date him. She dated um she dated his friend uh, the other skeet bag. Dev, Devin Bossick's character. She dated him. Really? She didn't date. I thought she, they hinted that she no, it was Devin Bossick's character that she dated. That's ah. like how first thing started because he's like pissed because they're pissed because JT was dating Nia. All and right. So, like, oh yeah. Yeah. What happened to that guy? That little guy Devin came Boss- over. He's like, hey, yeah. hey, everybody, we're like, gonna kick it. We're gonna kick some behind. <laughs> you better look out, JT and Toby and the other fellows. Like a little string bean guy, like comic yeah, small. Yeah, Gavin Boston, dark Olympic kid guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, that's what he's from. So watch. You better think twice. So Damien uh, says he that they weren't friends, and Mia says, "Well, I went to Lakehurst, and I know you're lying." And so Sean then decides to put this on Manny, and he's like, "Are you more loyal to your dead friend or your Lakehurst crush?" <laughs> like, oh, relax, Sean, relax, my man. Yeah, where did this come from? Like, settle down. It's like I'm just I mean, sorry to, be, to sleep. I mean, to be, to be fair to like Emma and Sean, though, like when you are grieving, you do act kind of weird, right? Like Emma's just grieving in a really bitchy way, and she's normally like that too, but. People like do people do deal with grief differently, right? So like I under I understand where they're coming from in some sense. So I give them a little bit. Like I have no I give them a little bit of a pass. I mean I like I generally like Sean anyway, but I give Emma a little bit more of a pass. Yes, Just, let's let's. That's what this podcast is about: giving Emma a pass. Giving people passes. <laughs> yeah. Rachel, you're you are a very kind, kind person. <laughs> Well, I'm just trying to understand, you know, like if your friend had just been stabbed to death outside your house at your party, mm-hmm. how would you react? Right? Don't I'm you think so... you might blame yourself at some point for this? Yes, I probably would blame myself. Definitely. Uh, uh, don't forget that he also died in a puddle of piss. <laughs> Let's yeah, not. Yeah, we spent oh. like 20 minutes talking about how that might feel. Yeah, that's right. Puddle of piss and blood too. Yeah, it's great. He's like, oh, we did an autopsy, and his lungs were full of piss. That hot <laughs> was all it was all over the place. They're Disgusting. like, you know, he survived the stab wound, but he drowned in piss. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, and the doctor's like, what a way to blame go. Herself, but... uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So Damien then asks Manny to leave, and you know, blah blah blah. Emma actually says that Manny is sleeping with the enemy, and Manny says. I'm glad I moved home because I don't need to see your mean, judgmental, stuck-up, cock-sucking face yeah. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> she may, she may she not did. have said one of those things, but <laughs> I love when Manny calls out Emma, though. Uh-huh. Good. Uh huh. Manny and Damien leave. Uh, so now Darcy is doing an announcement at school, uh, asking people to come to the competition. So snake this is all the kids are in media immersion class with snake the teacher so he wishes manny who's in class good luck and manny says yeah it's all about panther pride and emma is a sarcastic bitch and is like yeah i guess that's more important than academics or actual sports so now yeah, shitting on the one called for yeah just shitting on manny's uh hobbies and and, and interests but she, like uh, emma's always hated spirit squad though as well so it's very on brand she says that if the school printed money, Manny's face would be on it. And Manny says, I'd use it to buy Emma a box of shut up. So I'm like, all right. <laughs> I mean, for what you're allowed to say on a children's show, fine, you know? So then mm-hmm. Snake tells them that the class has begun. And Emma says, I'd like to bring up a discussion point. And, and first of all, I'm like, Snake must have immediately said, you know what? When I was banging Miss H, I should have just left this family. Like, I should have taken the opportunity. <laughs> yes. 
and just gotten out. Uh, but Emma uses this opportunity to to bitch out Manny about the competition. And like, this is no longer the two of them talking under their breath while class is going. This is the debate happening in the class. I should have been in that pool of piss. It should have been me. Yeah. I should have been stabbed. Yeah. But then he wouldn't be there for his son, though. Eh, it's all right. Son will live. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Spike's tough. She can deal with Spike, it. Spike raised one kid by herself already. So. <laughs> She's good yeah, look how she turned out. Like, this <laughs> other kid doesn't have much of a chance. Like, look at Emma. Oh, woof. It's <laughs> trouble. Like, what a terrible person. So they start having this stupid fucking debate in class. Toby pipes in and says, you know, it's probably not the time to be into cheerleading right now. And they're probably all like, shut up, Toby. You're not even in the credits. Yeah. Uh, Who are you? Yeah, yeah. Bitch. <laughs> Jake. Shut up, Jake Goldsby. Yeah. So then... <laughs> and they actually say his name. <laughs> Jake, Goldsby. Jake Goldsby. Yeah. Poor, poor, poor Jake Goldsby. Uh, Snake finally <laughs> says, uh, this is not the time or place for the debate after allowing them the time or place for the debate. <laughs> And then he wants to shift the discussion to video podcasting, which for what, 2007 is like, all right, like, oof. Ooh, podcast. Who would ever listen to that? Fucking nerds. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get a light. So Marco walks into the empty store. Do do Drake and Spinner just live in the store? Like, (laughs) they're they're just there. Yeah. Uh, So he goes into the. I mean, we know that, like, Jimmy's parents are never home, so he probably does basically live there. Right? That, that like, actually would make sense. His parents are pretty shitty. Yeah, so there's, again, no customers, no staff, no nothing. He tells them that basically he insinuates that he's now single because he found stuff on Dylan's laptop. Spill, uh, Spinner says, oh, was it from the My Room page and calls it an abyss? And I was like, this is like five years before Twitter, which is the real abyss. So I, I laugh when he when he I, gets I so stuck on this MySpace thing or whatever it's called. Yeah. Oh my god, it's hilarious. I I laugh too. Spinner killed me in this episode. So the store, or I said the store is empty. I had to note it again. Marco says it was actually emails. Dylan is meeting Julian for lunch tomorrow. He says Dylan is obviously cheating again, and. Then Mark was like, when he gets that table tomorrow, it better be a table for three. So, Oh, that's a good way. That's a, that's a good way to do a relationship. Yeah. Good level, job, man. Marco. Yeah. Nobody talking you down. Like, yeah, show up. Confront in public. That's perfect. <laughs> True love, always. No uh, trust. Yep. Uh, people gather at Degrassi for this cheerleading competition. Uh, Degrassi goes first. It's interesting that Sean, who was expelled from Degrassi, is there. That's such a good point. Yep. So Sean's just there. It's not the only time he's going to get involved here. The, at first I thought that this was just a Lakehurst versus Degrassi competition, but there are at least three different uniforms because we've got the Degrassi kids performing. There are kids sitting behind them with Green Bay Packers logos on their uniforms. So... Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> didn't even notice. And, I missed that. Yeah. Right. And uh, I don't know what you thought. I thought the Degrassi routine kind of sucked ass. Yes, I wrote oh. it in my notes. Okay, I wrote like, this is like really bad. And like, I I swear we've seen the Spirit God do Spirit Squad do better. This wasn't very impressive at all. Like, compared to, like, Bring It On, where they're also in high school, like, this was such a lame routine, I thought. Yeah. Crazy short. 
Yeah, it was JT's yeah, ghost. Yeah, bring JT. it on are amazing, and like this was so bad. Do you think JT's ghost was like up in the rafters and he's just like getting ready to watch it, and then he's like, "This sucks. This is terrible. <laughs> leave, leave me Glad alone. Do not dedicate this to me. This, this is terrible." So Actually, there is, there is a ghost. If you watch like one of the Degrassi minis, there is a ghost of uh, Rick comes back and haunts the school in one of the Degrassi Halloween minis. Really? Oh, really? Yeah, it's really good. You should watch it. It's Sans uh, penis? season seven. <laughs> yeah, he had his dick shot off. So was he without his wiener? He's, he's looking <laughs> for his penis. Yeah, he's like... He's like he goes down to the cafeteria and like the hot dog roller is there. He's like reaching out to it like <laughs> longingly, like oh, if only <laughs> come back. No, he like possesses students. He's like haunting the school and like possessing students. It's really good. All right, to kill is people. This for, is this for real? Is this? No, it's like a real Degrassi mini. Yeah, yeah. The Degrassi often have like really cool mini episodes who just upload to the web, and this started in season five, like when Degrassi like, got more in depth with its internet stuff. Um, and this like was not like a first... cartoon. No, it's like a real. It's like real with from season seven with all the actors like reenacting it. Um, like so, there's some new characters there, and it's like a four part mini. And there's also a cool one where there's a zombie, uh, zombie talk. There's another like Halloween wow. mini. Wow, there you go. Yeah. They're really good. Arlo would be impressed. Well, I'm impressed as well, but Arlo would be like, "Yes, good." <laughs> Research. Representing... A lot of cool stuff like that. <laughs> Uh, so there are no guys on the squad, uh, and I, I know this is where I noted, like, weren't they, wasn't that the key to their success? Guys? No guys to be seen. No. Uh, Degrassi gets a score of 9.0 when they're in the lead, so that's the setup. We hop By over... By the way, if there's any Letterkenny fan, fans, the, uh, the head judge who gave out their 9.0 is the really, um, distraught single hockey coach on the show, who, who steals every episode or every scene he's ever in on that show. Excellent. I uh, like that show, but I didn't recognize him, so... Yeah, he's the hockey coach. So in the campus pub, Marco walks in and confronts Dylan, who's with Julian, and Marco is basically like, you're blowing him! And like, (laughs) you know... confronting Get him about your hands off his dick. Yeah. Uh, so making a scene, Dylan tells Marco to stop and says Julian is from Zurich HC, which is a hockey team in Switzerland. He's like Zurich HC, a hockey team. Pause. In Switzerland. <laughs> like, well, not not Zurich Ontario? Okay. Uh, and you can tell, I wonder if, like, I just realized this, but I wonder if the creator has made his last name Gerber as, like, a nod to Marty Gerber, the uh, former Swiss goalie. Oh, could be. Look at that pull. NHL there, yeah. He's like, yeah. what's what's a, what's a Swiss name? Gerber. That's the only one I know. So <laughs> let's go. With yeah. That. The only other one I know is from uh, my hockey cards of my youth. Youth, uh, youth Samuelson. That's Ulf Samuelson. Samuelson. Swedish. Ulf Samuelson, who is Swedish and, and <laughs> fucked up Cam Neely's hockey career with a neon knee hit. Being, yeah, love knee Rachel, guys. if you didn't know already, I'm kind of the sports guy of this podcast. So, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing really good. But but he's not Swiss. He's not Swiss. He's Swedish. Yeah. 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 Hey, no, it's, it's all it's fine. It starts my world is fine. <laughs> So good. Lakehurst back at Degrassi starts their routine, which is a million times better than Degrassi. Um, <laughs> but as the routine is going, I mean, they're just way better. And during the routine, Danny gets up first and is like, Lakehurst sucks. And then uh, what's his name? Derek gets up and says, uh, no one wants them there. And Emma gets up and says, go home, Lakehurst. 
And then they all start chanting, go home, lay cursed. And well, first Emma says, we can do this. Like, come on. Like, we can do this. We can stand up and yell. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. So they all yell. Initially, the Lakers team totally no sells it. And I'm like, just don't sell it at all. Just keep going. But uh, eventually they pause their routine. And then the judge mutters to himself. He's like, whoa, that was unfortunate. That's unfortunate. Like, can I just say, like, that was so uncalled for to do that. Absolutely. Like, the cheerleading team had nothing to do with the guy stabbing JT. Like, that was just so ridiculous. <laughs> they should have said nothing to do with the guy stabbing. They should have. Yeah, the only way. Again, Emma just being really fucking annoying, man. Like, that's just, I, I hated that whole thing. Embrace the hate. Really uh-huh. <laughs> I, I wish the Lakers cheerleader team were like, we're going to juggle knives during our routine, just uh, <laughs> yes, for random exactly. reasons. Then, amazingly enough, after the Degrassi kids sabotaged this routine, we find out right away in the foyer, Degrassi was declared the winner. So... <laughs> you got what you wanted, Danny. <laughs> yeah, the judge was just like, I guess Lakers loses because they couldn't get through their routine with everybody yelling at them. So, competition over Degrassi trophy. It's like, <laughs> ridiculous judging. Uh-huh. Um, Emma tells Manny that they, that she got what she wanted and she's like, I can feel the school spirit coursing through your veins. So again, Emma pissed off at Manny for whatever reason. Well, because she's a bitch, right? Um, (laughs) so then we get, we get this overhead shot of all these kids like talking. There are like a hundred kids in the hall. There are two schools that are feuding and recently had a peace summit, and now they're arguing and fighting in the hall of Degrassi. Not a single adult in sight, like nowhere, as this like clearly hostile gathering of kids uh, gets together. So then, Lord of the Flies, high. <laughs> it's just crazy. <laughs> Emma says, Fuck your asthma. Uh, Emma says to Manny, they should call the media because Manny has healed the school, so she's just not God. stopping. Just a bitch. Yeah. Damien says, well, now he knows why Manny was her only friend. Uh, which I thought was great. I mean, that's not that's not really true. Liberty is also her friend, but it was fun. Mm. Also, I hope you're doing air quotes. <laughs> so then Sean, who doesn't go to Degrassi, is an adult, went to jail, and was expelled <laughs> from the school. <laughs> Steps up There's to a man in the school. Yeah, like, steps he up. He is actually an adult. Yeah, he steps up to Damien and shoves him, and then there is a tussle in the hallway. Which technically, the physical part was started by Sean. So Miss Hatzalakis sure. finally shows up to break it up. She tells the Lakers kids to leave. She tells the Degrassi kids to wait in the gym, and Sean goes with the Degrassi kids to the fucking gym. <laughs> She's like. <laughs> Instead of going like to work, instead of going, oh, yeah, yeah, like an adult man. Like, have we all forgotten? She should be like, Sean, get out, or I'm calling the police. Like, yeah, but yeah, that's so true. Like, she was nicer to Spinner and Jay when they got expelled than she was than she is to Sean. I mean, I guess she's no, she was harder on Spinner and Jay than she is to Sean. Yeah, yeah, yeah she like Spinner and Jay. Like, they eventually get back in the school. Sean's just expelled well, forever. No, Jay doesn't. Spinner does. Jay doesn't. Uh, he was back briefly, but she he got didn't he get run out of school by Emma too? Yeah, no, Jay. Jay literally just like never graduates. He just like doesn't care. <laughs> he so in other words, uh, he's a hero. He's the best character on the show. Is what you're saying? <laughs> 
in the media room, Snake says Emma, and this is just Snake and Emma together, says Emma's getting a month of detention and Emma doesn't care. And he says that she ruined the competition and she's like, Lakehurst killed JT. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> Again, Lakers is not a person. Yeah, and the first voice of reason is Snake. Who yeah, says, you're you are an idiot. Yeah, <laughs> like he should have just been like, "You're so fucking stupid." Like, I hate that you're my stepkid. Uh, I hate you. I hate it here. Yeah. So he says, you know, one kid killed JT. You can't blame the school. And she says that she's just mad because people like Manny want to pretend that it didn't happen. And Snake's like, Manny's upset that it happened. You can't blame Manny like your best friends. And that's kind of the end of their talk commercial. Like that's it. Yeah. yeah. Like the thing is like Emma thinks that everyone should be grieving like how Emma does. And not everyone grieves the same way. Like Manny wants to actually enjoy not just mope around. Unlike Emma, you know, like she doesn't understand that everyone has a different process as well. So are you saying that Emma doesn't understand other people's feelings? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. She lacks a little empathy. Which would be very on brand for Emma Nelson. <laughs> yeah. So coming back from commercial, Dylan is packing up to go uh, play a hockey game. Marco says he's going to miss him, but Dylan says he hasn't decided to go yet. And uh, Marco is still a little bit pissy, which, I mean, he's annoyed with Dylan, but Dylan's like, you accused me of blowing that guy like at the <laughs> in the middle of the pub. Like, who should be mad at who here? Yeah. yeah, I don't really remember it that way, but if you say it, I, I wasn't paying. I was washing the dishes when I was watching it, so I don't really. I'll take your word for it. Yeah, uh, Dylan says that uh, you know that's why he didn't tell Marco because he knew Marco would freak out, and Marco's like, "Well, what do you want me to say?" And then Dylan, out oh, of God. nowhere, I just maybe you should be proud of me, Dad, Marco, my dad. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck is going on? You didn't give me a dog treat. <laughs> you scratch my ears. You snuggle with me at night. Yeah. Even when I get up and bark at nothing. Bark collar <laughs> Yeah. On when, a I serious, miss, on a, when I miss in the living room. On a serious <laughs> note, though, like, I, I just wrote this down when I was watching it today. I didn't realize it at the time, but, like, I realized that it was actually super cool that Degrassi had a gay professional hockey player because it's 20 this was 2007 it's 2023 and we still have not seen this in real life hey marco or uh, dylan would probably put that uh, rainbow tape on and uh, stick it to gary bettman which would be awesome (laughs) yes he would he would and he would be the reason why that band gets reversed just like travis but i and was i thought that was super cool that degrassi did that and like i didn't as i said i didn't think about that at the time it's such a big issue that we rarely see on tv so i again once again degrassi you know it went there as its slogan and i um there's also a character that comes on later that also is a an athlete struggling with that but i thought this was super cool that they did it for hockey so he says dylan says to marco you think hockey is my dumb hobby but it's actually my life and i was thinking like I was trying to think of how they portray Dylan's hockey because, like, clearly he's into hockey. He's playing with these different hockey teams. He's going to university. I don't think, I don't know if they established, like, was, like, obviously, I guess Dylan is part of the U of T hockey team, I'm, I'm guessing, but. Toronto they, University. In the show. Yeah. Pardon me. Yes. Toronto <laughs> University. Um, <laughs> but, like, had they confirmed that he was on the university hockey team? Because I just always figured he was just playing with, like, a club team and. 
you know, there it was always like I'm hanging out with the hockey guys and playing poker and going for wings and all this kind of shit. Um, it's like a it, beer league. Yeah, like they didn't really talk about how Dylan was actually aspiring to be a professional hockey player. And I mean, I know we don't pay a lot of attention to Dylan unless he's cheating on Marco, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, I assume I assume he was on the team because, like, remember when they first go to his game in season three in the Pride episode, and he's like a pretty elite level. <clears throat> like junior prospect so i assume he's i would assume he's on the uc team or the toronto u team uh so dylan uh says that he wants to be with marco but marco's like well you've got to take this opportunity and blah 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 he's probably gonna go play hockey everybody like that's that's what we got there uh meanwhile emma is sitting at her place and manny shows up and is like i got your text what do you want to show me (laughs) and emma's like See this puddle of piss on the ground? <laughs> it will still never warm. dry. Yeah. <laughs> Touch the ground and lick your finger. It's still salty. You're tasting JT. Yeah. He's <laughs> like apple juice. So she's like, this is the curb where he died. And I'm like, is this fucking necessary? Like, <laughs> this ending was no, so It was fun. not necessary. No. What is this? Yeah. What is this? What's the point? I, I don't get it. Like, Emma's already made her point. Like, it's just... It's not fucking necessary. So she says, Manny says, you don't have to show me this. And Emma says, I do, because this thing between us isn't about Damien or Lakehurst, or rather, but rather what happened here two weeks ago was about JT dying. And I'm like, yeah, like, but it's, it is it like Manny says, I know, but I disagree. And, you know, says this is about Emma basically being a bitch and a shitty friend. Like, well, yeah, Manny says you made me out to be the bad guy and the show should have ended there and they should have been pissed at each other for a few episodes. Yes. But no, the show decided we're going to full house this thing and we're going to make up and now we're going to be friends again. Like it it doesn't, it should not have ended in a good way. Like it was set up perfectly to be like, this is a breaking point for the two of them. Yes. Yeah. I agree. Like Spinner and Jimmy would fight in the earlier seasons for more stupid things than this and would stay mad at each other for several episodes. And they had a great and they have a great friendship and they're making up after this thing that was worse than, you know, what Spinner would do to Jimmy back in the day. Yeah. So Emma says Um, she's sorry. Except for the shooting thing. That was bad. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I guess that thing, that little thing. (laughs) Uh, Emma says she's really sorry for everything, and Manny says she knows, but also says Emma tried to turn her into the bad guy. And then they're just like, we've gotten through everything together. Let's not change the formula. And Emma's like, thanks for the reminder. And they hug and the show ends. And I'm the same. I'm like, what? Like, yeah. (laughs) It was such a cheesy ending. Painful. I was just like, why did did the writers waste my time? Like, if we're going to get this deep into some, like, bullshit... (laughs) And then just to come out of it 22 minutes later and be like, well, we're fine. Like, we're cool. This was written by someone new. Like, I wonder if the writer who wrote this episode came back. So I don't remember the name for the, I've recognized Duana Taha and Sud Sutherland who wrote and directed this one. Suds. Ah, Suds. (laughs) Yeah, I, I don't, I really don't get this one. Like, I, I, if Emma had done this bullshit, 
let's say, and I mean, you know, I don't, you don't need to wrap things up in an episode, but if that's your plan, then could Emma have done this bullshit like by the halfway point of the episode and then we spend like the whole second half with Emma trying to make things up? But no, she's like, I invite you over, Manny, to remind you of where our friend died. Like, you're a dumb shit who doesn't know what happened. Again, I am right. You are wrong. (laughs) See it my way. Because that's all the the only way that's you can see it. Yeah, it's and, what it ends. Yeah, and Manny's like, "Oh, that's my Emma," and then they hug. So, <laughs> and in the background, you can see the chalk outline of JT's body, but then <laughs> around his head, they use yellow chalk for the piss puddle. Was. So this, so, this that was a good detail. I like that. Is Easter egg? This Duana Taha woman wrote a lot of Degrassi episodes. This is only her first season. Oh, can't wait. This- uh, she wrote oh. uh, what it feels like to be a ghost, part one and two, as well in this season, and then she comes back. She wrote a lot of stuff. Oh, she wrote some more Emma heavy stuff in season seven. Oh, great. Sure, it's wonderful. <laughs> I mean, Emma's also the protagonist. So to be fair, a lot of episodes will be Emma heavy. But yeah, wow, the writing wasn't great. Oh, she actually wrote some good. Um, okay, she redeems herself in season eight with some good two-parters. But you got to wait a while. Oh, oh we got we to work our way se- to them. <laughs> there's a season eight? What yeah, the she, hell? she writes. Um, she writes Jane Says Part 1 and 2, which are both really good. There you go. Jane's not even on the show yet, Ted, so Jane's you'll get to... Cool. Jane's a... Jane's fantastic. She's a... Jane's a really cool. She's a badass. Yeah, she's a pretty like cool character until they wreck her in the Degrassi movie, so yes. just wait and yes. see. Oh, and Degrassi takes Manhattan. Not, we have, yes, until that, we have to discuss this. Oh, incredible. That, that movie is problematic in many ways. After uh, this wonderful episode, we are going to uh, come back next week and we're going to uh, focus on Paige, who we haven't seen for many episodes. And I'm sure we were all like, well, what's Paige up to? I'm really curious to know Mm -hmm. uh, what's happening with Paige out in Banting. I sure hope that they devote the next three episodes to this. That should be exciting. We'll find out that it's going swimmingly. Yeah. And also, uh, someone makes a return. Da-da-da-da! that's right and uh yes oh. we ma- yeah we uh, we make up for it with yet another return and yeah i was overjoyed so oh, oh loved it loved it so good uh so anyways let's uh let's go around the horn to uh sign off actually uh rachel we'll start with you if you want to plug social medias i believe you you had a podcast at one point but i can't find it anymore i did, I did have one but i stopped doing it because i ran out of time Okay, well, um, but it was a sports movie review podcast. Ooh, so, nice! Yeah, I know. Love sports it. movies. Yeah, it was super fun. You can check it out. It's still, it's still up on like iTunes and Spotify. It's called Lights, Camera, Gold. Um, but yeah, you, my uh, social is rbishop31 on Instagram. Don't really use it that much. Mostly post like stories and stuff. And then, uh, do you guys do X on here or Twitter or whatever it's called now? I mean, we 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 reference it. <laughs> yes, whatever you okay. want. Uh-huh. My uh, my ex is uh, that's a stupid name. Uh, Rachel Bishop with two P's, capital R, capital B, and then the Instagram is lowercase R and lowercase B. Thirty one. Right. R Bishop thirty one. Uh, if yeah. you want to follow this podcast, it's at Narbos and Broomheads Podcast on Instagram, at Narbos and Broomheads everywhere else, Narbos and Broomheads at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to send us a note, and I'm uh, Slip with Five Eyes on all of the social medias where you want to uh, bother searching me out. How about you, Ted? Where do we find you and Linda? Uh, well, at my house. Uh, <laughs> come on over, doors open, walk right in. It's fine. 
Uh, <laughs> go to the fridge, help yourself. Uh, also, I'm on the online thing. Uh, say what three on the Instagram machine. Say what's Timbo doing? Did Tim do? Uh, uh, well, I'm going to use my time to. I meant to ask this earlier, Rachel. How did you come across this podcast as being someone who said they weren't an OG fan, sort of um, where we spend most of our time originally? So that's a great question. I was just on I, our Apple Podcasts and I just searched like Degrassi and see what recap podcasts come up. And then I looked at this one and I thought it sounded interesting. And I listened to the first one and I thought it was hilarious. There you like go. Like the first, like Degrassi TNG one. I thought it was hilarious. So then, yeah, that's how. Um, I discovered it, I guess, last year. So after you guys had done it already for a while, but I listened to some other Degrassi ones and they just weren't as good. Like they were younger and the people weren't as funny. And I liked your humor and your camaraderie and your banter. Well, Gen X, the funniest generation as we're known. <laughs> so the geriatric uh, millennials. <laughs> I, mean, I look, I love Gen Xs. I think Gen Xers are super cool. We are cool. Damn it. That's really good. Thank like you. really good music. Like... You know, grunge, a, grunge music, music and movies like it was a, you know, we were around when <laughs> rap was invented. So yeah. before social media came and was a plague. On My everyone. social media was the telephone. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's so lame. That's right. Well, yeah. Thank you for coming I, I on, Rachel. Yeah, it was fun. Thank you for having me on. Uh, Rachel, talked much and interrupt your. Uh, we all talk too much and interrupt each other. And and Rachel, who we thought might have been Tim's student, but uh, confirmed yeah. not. So not, but that's very but funny. Probably about. in the right age range. Probably could have taught you though. So it wasn't you know interesting. Well, what what year was that that you had this student? Oh, it had been early two thousand. So like two thousand and somewhere between two thousand and four to two thousand and let's call it nine. Was this high school or elementary? Yeah, high school. Uh, no, that would have been my brother's era, though. Okay. Is, is your brother's yeah. name Rachel? No, his name's Ethan, but he was in high school at that time. Yeah, didn't didn't teach in, in Toronto, though, but... Yeah. No, that was before I was in high school. Okay. There yeah. you go. Ah, more hints about how old you are. So, anyways, everybody... Uh, uh, we will see you next week when we talk about Free Fallen, uh, a song that is a lot better than uh, that episode. So uh, until then, <laughs> we'll see you when we see you. Peace. Later. Bye. See you next time, MV well, baby. I just said I don't get my love. I would not do my homework. I would stay up late and Never get girls out of my house. Maybe I would. I would walk around the goddamn.